I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know what? Go ahead and blame Gino. Do that. Just blame Gino for the whole thing because that's just such a smooth fit in narrative land, isn't it? Because nothing can ever be about the game that just happened or plays that occurred in it or individual performances. It's always got to be about something that we can script into a storyline. Well, whatever. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. The Penguins lost 7-2 to the Flyers in Philadelphia. How does that happen How have the Flyers, of all teams, been so awful against the rest of the East Division, even struggling occasionally against the Sabres, and yet they just have their way with the Penguins? It's it's inconceivable. It really is. And I know sports come with all kinds of surprises and uh, stuff happens, but... There's something about that matchup that just does not sit well with the Penguins. And they do give up an awful lot, as Marcus Pedersen told reporters last night in Philly. Yeah, we just gave up way too much. Um, Our start was bad in the first period. Um, We got lured into the the chance-for-chance game with them, and um, and we know we got to be better than that. Moving forward, uh, still got a lot to play for here. That was Marcus Pedersen, and this is a word from Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable, your cable bill is over two hundred bucks. I'm betting Fubo TV is sixty five bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT and T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh. You get a free DVR. There's no such thing as installation. There are no contracts. You can cancel any time. And best of all. Just for listening to this fine program, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. For real, go to FuboTV.com slash DK. See, they even made an address for us. FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. Okay, so whatever. They have another game right back again at Wells Fargo Center. Tonight, same time, 7.08 p.m. face-off. I have no doubt, or close to no doubt, that the Penguins will bounce right back with the proper focus and put the Flyers in their place and everything else here. Let's talk instead about what everyone else will talk about, and that's Gino. Here is the totality of what mattered about Gino's return 
last night in Philly? A. He returned. B. Jason Zucker was put on his left wing. I'll address that real complex first one before I get to the line assignment. Geno's back with three games left in the regular season, and who knows how much time between now and when the actual playoffs start, given the the mess that the Canucks COVID situation has caused in the Canadian division. But he's back, and he's back before the playoffs. That matters an awful lot. One of the most ominous factors that the Penguins faced heading into this postseason was that they were going to get this big rush of a lot of different guys all showing up at the same time. And remember, obviously, that uh, Brandon Tanev is out still. You want to have Geno have the opportunity to skate with his line mates. And yes, that includes Kasperi Kapanen, even though they were together. And yes, that includes Zucker, even though they played a lot together last season. You want to have him try to get back up to speed, back up to that really high level, if not peak level, at which he was performing right as he got hurt. That's it. That's what matters. If you want to go over his stats and study those, we can do that. Didn't really matter much. He had one assist, three shots, went 6-11 and on face-offs. Played 14 minutes and 7 seconds, which is about 5 minutes less than normal. Everybody got slaughtered on face-offs. Sean Couturier was eating everyone alive. Sid was just a catastrophe on face-offs. Don't see that too often. But you can take games like this and extrapolate them into something. Gino comes back and he destroys their chemistry and everything else. And I'm sorry, that's just silliness. It's just silliness. And if the Penguins win tonight and they play disciplined and sound and everything else, are you going to hear that they rallied around Gino or whatever? No. Not from anybody. What matters is that one of the 101 best players of all time is back in uniform and that other guys are getting closer to joining him. And if the Penguins can head into the playoffs completely healthy and understanding and grasping fully, including Gino, maybe arguably Gino more than anyone else, that they have to defend in order to be successful, then maybe that fiasco last night in Philly will have been worth it. Maybe it'll have been the exclamation point on that equation. It's just... I, I nobody wants to hear it, like especially when it's in Philly and everything, and you're expecting, you know, wounded animal and everything. And this happens. Stuff doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. First place doesn't matter. It really doesn't. These matchups don't matter. All that matters is the Penguins playing well again. It says right here. They will do that tonight at Wells Fargo Center. When we come back, just one question, and it will not be about the 
Penguins. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that comes to you always from the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 is all it takes to produce five meals for those in need. pittsburghfoodbank.org. Today's question comes from Brian Gluck, who completely hits the nail on the head when he says, I'm sure you aren't going to want to talk about this game on your Tuesday show. So my one question is, when will enough be enough with Tom Wilson? Well, Brian, this won't be it. This won't be it. I don't know that there is an it with these guys. I really don't. For anybody who doesn't know what Brian and I are referencing here, last night in the game between the Capitals and the Rangers, Pavel Buchnevich had his head down, facing down near the ice in the crease, and Wilson animal that he is saw an opportunity to try to injure him so he punched him in the back of the neck just to make sure that his face had one additional point of contact with the ice and his, if that isn't enough Artemi Panarin who admirably attempts to <laughs> look like he was going to try to kill Wilson <laughs> comes after him Panarin's obviously not that type of uh, anything, really, to be engaging with Tom Wilson, but he saw what he had done, and I think he might have been the only person on the rink in the moment who'd seen it, because as usual, Wilson was doing it in a sneaky way away from, uh, he was hoping, away from everybody's sight. Panarin loses it, goes after him. They both end up tangling, and at one point, Wilson grabs the back of Panarin's rather lengthy hair to throw him to the ice almost face first. Like, I'm talking Kevin Stevens' 1993 stuff. Fortunately, very fortunately, neither Butchnevich nor Panarin appear to be seriously injured. And you know what, Brian? That's going to be the beginning and the end of that dialogue at the NHL's hilariously named Department of Player Safety. That's what they're going to see. Oh, how are those guys doing? Are they doing all right? Okay, cool. They're not going to do a blessed thing. 
I can't even take into consideration, as much as I'd like to, that because it happened to New York's team, and if you've read the New York accounts this morning, you will know that the league and the player and the team, too, the Capitals themselves, are being savaged in a way that they're probably not used to hearing. Why? Because New York is the home of our almost all of our national media. It's the home to 13 million people. It's our biggest market by a mile. This is exactly where you would want something like this to happen. But you'd have to presume that Gary Bettman, Bill Daly, and all these other guys care. They don't. They don't. They ingrained in their mentality forever ago that this is just part of the game and that people who cry and whine about it don't get hockey, don't understand hockey. I can't even bring myself to come up with an intelligent counter to something like that. All you have to do is witness it. it it's not that it's not hockey. It's not humanity. This, this animal is out there trying to and occasionally succeeding in hurting people. When you have that in your sport... You throw that individual out. It took the NFL a little too long with Vontez Perfect, but guess what? Perfect eventually was out. They deemed him to be incorrigible. They threw him out. Oh, and lo and behold, what happened after that? The Bengals in general kind of cleaned up their act. Capitals have done nothing of the kind. Peter Laviolette sewing the A on Wilson's sweater and then letting everyone know the next day, this was a few weeks ago, that this was a coach's decision. Really, dude? Really? You're proud of yourself? How about the Capitol social media last night in a tweet saying that the Capitals choose violence and making a joke out of it? And yeah, you're right. That tweet didn't stay up for very long, but that's why we have screenshots. What a mess. There's only one way to deal with stuff like this. And it's not to wait to see if a Buchnevich or a Panarin gets seriously injured or even killed. It's to get rid of this animal. Kick him out of the game. But they won't. They won't. How are the New York guys doing? Oh, they're okay? Okay, cool, cool. All right, Tom Wilson. Um, Let's see, $2,500 fine, and by all means, make sure he's back for game one of the playoffs because we really need him to be available in the most important games. Uh, Hey, you asked, Brian. (laughs) You asked. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll have another one of these tomorrow. Oh, and it will be about the Penguins winning in Philadelphia. At Point 
Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.